and welcome to another episode or the second episode of Talking Like a Man's Men's Mental Health Podcast. Uh, we're here again and we'll be talking about social media usage. Um, just a big shout out to some of the clubs that are taking part in the November, the November uh, Men's Mental Health um, Campaign. You've got the football club, the rugby union club, You've got hockey, ice hockey, and American football. Well done, guys, and keep it going. We're seeing you, and we like what you're doing. Well done. See, Josh looks like he's doing November as well. <laughs> I'm doing a pretty for a long time. Still not looking great. <laughs> yeah, that's why I decided to skip it this year because I I end up looking like a man you don't want to see in the streets. So I just decided now let's just keep it down this year. I was invited to join in on on the November challenge, um, the November campaign with the football team, and I literally ignored him because I I have a beard already, and I didn't want to go that route. I looked like a child when I did it. Yeah, yeah, I, know I feel that. Mean. But it's good seeing all the different pictures that people have been posting, uh, kind of across social media, of their different November challenges. Um. I don't know, have you guys seen many? Very different success rates on some of those. Some of them end up looking like John Krasinski and some of them end up (laughs) looking like me. So, (laughs) literally, I am very jealous of the people who can actually grow a full beard without having to worry about the police chasing them. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one, Israel. (laughs) (laughs) Social media. (laughs) Yeah, we should probably get into that, shouldn't we? That's kind of the topic of the episode. Yeah. So, I think the most, like the most important thing when talking about social media, is to say that literally everyone's on it in some way, shape, or form. Even though not all of us, even which is strange, we'll get into that a little bit later. Not all of us are on all social media. We all have a social media presence in a way. So. As I mentioned, not all of us are on it. So I think we should take the rabbit out the hat and just say, Josh, <laughs> what's going on? I just Please. don't I don't see the need of like I had an Instagram before. I do have a Facebook that's active every once in a while. Yeah, occasionally you have, have a that. Facebook. Yeah, yeah. And that's only because like there's certain people that I want to be in contact with that I've worked with before or friends from school or wherever that I still want to be able to check in but I don't like checking it I don't like the constantly being sold like all the advertising I just don't know it's just too much see Josh is the type of person who actually considered going back to a Blackberry I still that right I if I could work out a way to get my podcasts I've been googling for mp3s that i can that will auto download android mp3s if i could go back because all i actually need from my phone is whatsapp i can get whatsapp on a blackberry i it seems so much easier to not have all of that stress why would you want to be able to be contacted via instagram twitter facebook snapchat all of these different things at all times um the short answer to that question is because everyone can be contacted through them. The long answer is probably a, more, a little more complex. 
uh, taken off the spotlight of the man of tradition and not innovation and going to the other side of the spectrum. Sam, you have a very, very prominent social media presence. Tell us how it feels to be the face of an institution. Um, well, answering to um, Josh's question of how, why he feels that people should have all these um, social media accounts and social media platforms. It, I feel as, as social beings, we are social beings, so we like to socialize and we don't like to see, we don't like thinking that we're missing out on anything. So we, we want to get on as much things as possible. You, you see your friend, oh, he's talking about something that, that has been posted on Twitter and you're, you don't have a Twitter account, but you want to see it, you, you're interested in it because someone, everyone is interested in it. I feel because we're social beings, we always like to interact uh, and never miss out. I can see Josh is, uh, <laughs> Josh is dying to say something. So I, I know he, 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 he has different opinions, but yeah, I, I do love the fact that we can reach out to each other via social media. Sometimes it can be negative because you've got people who have the, who use the opportunity to do, to inflict negative stuff on, on, on each other, knowing that they, they affect us in some, in some way or form. But yeah. But, but so just, just on that, like, do you think, and either of you, do you think that the portrayal that people put across on social media is in any way realistic? We, we, we all understand, or let, let's, let's put it this way. It's not always the, the, uh, the truth. What people put out is not always the truth. Um, people try to cover up their real self because they are trying to look like someone else or, or be a certain uh, image that, uh, that the society or social world or the norms have pro uh, produced. But then, so if we're be if if we want it because we're social beings, but what we're portraying is not a real portrayal, is that actually like you say that people want it because it's being sociable, but it's not being sociable if we're all just putting out fake best views of ourselves. Nobody's there saying I had a really bad day today, are they? That's not the honest answer. Like that's not an honest portrayal. So why would I want to see? everyone's made-up versions of themselves. That's never going to make me feel happy. See, that's the actual question. If you're interacting with a version, and honestly not the real version of someone online, are you actually interacting with them? Because it's, it's easy to, uh, to say, oh, this person, he's done this and that because he's posted it on the internet. But then again, I think we mentioned that last time, and if we didn't, it's our bad. Uh, people don't really post their downfalls. Like, they don't really post when they fail at something. If anything, they only post about when they succeed at something, which is okay. Like, you're not supposed to use the internet as your, as your personal diary and say, oh, I failed today. I had a bad day. But then again, if you're only picking and selecting the days in which you actually accomplish something, well, yeah, that's not really an actual representation of how how life goes. So I really, I really do get Josh's point about the inauthenticity of the whole platform that and and that it creates uh, a divide, if anything. Yeah, and then if you see, like, so I I've recently discovered that lots of people have multiple 
accounts. So there's a private account and a public account for their peer groups. Like, and surely if you're wanting to show you, like, I just don't understand why you'd be a slightly different person that only some people can see. Like in my mind, if I was to have an Instagram, here it is, look at this pretty picture of a, I don't know, sheep or whatever. Like, look at this, this is a nice picture that I've taken then why would I cut it down to, oh, no, only some of my friends can see that? Because it just, you're starting to split yourself into so many different personalities. And I don't know, it just makes it too complex for me. I'd rather just stay away. I I, I definitely understand Josh's point of view. Um, <laughs> you, you, I feel that, like Josh, you, you're the kind of person who likes a simple life no need to complicate things um and you feel that the way people go about um duplicating their personalities on on social media it it is complicating uh it it, like you 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 mean you're saying that people are complicating things which sometimes can have like a valid reason especially when when it has to do like work and personal life that could be a good excuse because you you can have like a, a work a work standardized um a way of of behavior a way of of something so, some sort of uh, behavior you put out at work and then you've got a personal um social media uh, platform that puts out your own personality what you love your passion but so like actually so overall with with the both of you have you how do you feel that you use social media so um and have you ever tried to have a detox or cut down do you think your kind of your usage is normal is is too much see i got on it i got i got on it pretty early i think i was 11 when i first set up my facebook account i used my first email which was which was no one i would want to be using now um so ever since then i've had i've had periods uh during which i've gone off it like completely i i kind of do this like annual thing where i just get really really sad and get off social media completely like actually disappear and people say oh i haven't seen you post in a while and like, yes that's very deliberate that i haven't posted I, I usually do quite well with those in terms of um I don't really miss it. Like it's not it's not like a constant thing. Oh, I'm missing out. Oh, what about this post? I need to like and comment and stuff like that. But as soon as you talk to people who are still on it, and by that I mean every single person in the world, you you actually begin to realize that you you're actually not seeing stuff that they're seeing. So I've been a, I've I've been a part of multiple conversation while on my detoxes and the conversation's been like, oh, did you see that this happened uh in that place the other day? I was like, no. Oh man, you should have seen it. It was so cool. I was like, oh yeah, but it didn't. So I can't really give you my two cents on it. Uh Sam, when did you first join social media? I think I joined um at the age of fourteen. Uh, obviously, like you, was um, the email, the Yahoo email. Um, <laughs> I, I used to text my my mates uh, on on 
via email, writing them an email, obviously, and it was fun then. Then we moved over to something called To Go. It was a Nigerian thing. I don't know if you guys experienced it. No. It was like a black, it was like a, a BBM thing, a Blackberry Messenger thing. Okay. Similar to it. Um, but it was for those who couldn't afford like a Blackberry because at that point it was expensive. Um, yeah, but it's it's been a journey going from that to Instagram and, and the rest of that. I've been very, um, very on it with regards to social media, but in the past year, I don't think I've taken a detox up to uh, two times, and I know I need a detox. And yeah, it does cry for a detox. And we uh, detox detoxes are very necessary because it helps you like reset your system and helps you re, uh, re just kind of take some time off and um, reassess yeah, reassess things. Yeah. yeah. See, Josh, I remember you telling me a story one time. That you were one of you were one of the people who were um, a part of like the actual progression of social media, but because you have a more experienced um, internet presence than me and Sam do, you've been on most social media sites, haven't you? My first, my first was MySpace. I used to love there we MySpace. Go. That's, that's that what I mean. So good, yeah, yeah. But even that, like that, and to be fair, maybe that's why I've got more of an opinion on it because with myspace you literally put your top friends in like that would cause arguments in school like that there, there was issues and you could see who was who was gossiping and who was falling out because somebody would suddenly be like no longer in the top five or they'd moved down a spot like it, it was you could see the the cause and effect directly so maybe that is a, a reason why i'm so against it i just I think it is it's the the lack of authenticity that I feel with it often I see a lot of when I whenever I was on it I would see people like doing charity stuff and recording themselves giving money to somebody or buying them food and it, I I find that really difficult because actually if you're going to do that then you shouldn't need the world to know you're doing that like in my mind it it takes away the the kindness and the goodness of it if you have to show everyone, look, I'm doing a good thing. Like, do you, I don't know. I just, I do find it difficult. But so we, we just quickly, because we briefly touched on it there and I wanted to ask you both. So if, so Haristo, are you currently doing a detox for one? And Sam, would you look to do one to see if you can cut down either by uh, just removing the apps from your phone so you, you use it less or completely deactivating and how do you think it would affect you so i haven't i haven't done one this year yet and and it, it's not because i haven't been sad enough this year it's because i didn't think to do it when i was sad enough um i think i have to do it just because just because it's like a tradition and who doesn't who doesn't like those um in terms of me being able to um withhold myself from doing it. I don't think I, I would need to delete the apps. Like I think I'm I think I'm good enough to say, oh I won't go on it. And if I say I won't go on it, I won't go on it. So usually I don't like deactivate my accounts and do those edgy things like, oh I'm going off this app. I'm not gonna speak to you anymore. I just don't go on it. And if I were to do it now, I'd do it like that just because I don't want to 
alarm people like i'm not i'm not dying i'm just just taking a break so if i if i decide on doing it i'll definitely let you know and uh, complain about not not having seen the latest post on complex just just quickly uh, so do you think that you feel bad so you detox or do you detox because you feel bad do you know like, see, see, that's that's the deep psychological analysis that people sign up for when they listen to this. Uh, and as with most psychological things, it's literally a mixture of both. I think, um, I think it's it's like a weird mixture of both because when you when you feel sad, you feel sadder on social media, but when you don't feel sad, social media makes you feel sad. If you know what I mean. So it's 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 one of them when the two things combine to make one big thing and they're both codependent and and correlate significantly okay yeah yeah sam what do you think um i'll first answer you i'll answer your first questions uh which was i would do a detox and i know that once i do a detox all of a sudden a lot of time gets thrown at you all of a sudden, you have this much time, and you you don't know you you need to decide where you want to spend that time or what you want to spend that time on. Um, with regards to uh, detoxing, I'll definitely delete the app because I can't do well with oh, staying away from the app when I'm seeing the app on my phone. Uh, totally delete the app. And to your second question, I feel that when we feel bad. And it's because of maybe something uh, when we feel bad and then we detox. Um, it's usually maybe a cause of a cause coming from the app, something that happened on the app while you're using the app, or something that is going on in your life through the app. So either way, the app affects you, and then you detox. But when you, as human beings, sometimes we tend to let it get too far before we seek help or we detox or we go about these help these help measures. We we allow ourselves to get drawn into so many things, and then we dis, we said, oh, this is going to this is becoming difficult. Now I have to now I have to detox. So. Do you think, right, okay, another question, and I'm just going to keep going with them. Um, so, so many different social medias. So, which do you think there's one that's worse than others? Because obviously, like, even off the top of your head, how many how many do you have, and do you think there's one that's worse than others? Obviously, uh, we've got Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, so many different options of, do you think they're all equal or some are worse than others see they're all really really bad and they're all bad for like a specific reason um i feel like instagram which is probably the most popular one right now and it's it's the one the one people use use the most on a daily basis i think that's bad because it only showcases the so-called highlights and and the good stuff I think the one I use the most, it's definitely Twitter. I think that one's bad because it's literally the most negative thing in the world. Like if you want to read someone's bad opinions and bad takes on others' bad opinions, you go to Twitter. Um, I feel like LinkedIn, as much praise as it gets, it's 
and I, I really like that phrase for LinkedIn, so I will use it again. It's glorified Facebook. Like people just say, oh, I am 23 and I have seven cars, six jobs. I sleep two hours a day. I read three books an hour and I have seven girlfriends. And then you, you go on LinkedIn and you're like, oh, I'm, I'm 23. I barely have a job. I just finished uh, a degree. But this guy, he's already done seven degrees. How am I so far behind? Like, what have I done wrong? So uh, not a big fan of LinkedIn. I know it's useful. It's just, it's not, it's not for me. Uh, and I know it's not for Josh either, because we've had this talk before. Uh, Sam, which one do you use the most? I definitely use Instagram the most. Um, I would say that all of them have their own neg uh, negative sides, like histories, as mentioned. Um, I, I, one thing I would say is um, for so long in um, on social media, we've seen situations where people have uh, big followings on, on the social media accounts. We tend to take them as... Uh, the gods, the people that know the intellectuals, they know best because they have followings. And then when they say things, most of us listen to them. And all of a sudden, when, when you're not meeting up to that standard or when you're not hit, hitting the heights, you, you start to put pressure on yourself. You start to feel pressured. Um, so they, they do affect us in, in, in every single way whether it's by the pictures that we see on Instagram or the tweets that we see on, on Twitter or some of the big works that big corporations are doing on LinkedIn and then they're posting. Either ways, we, we see them on Snapchat. You still see it, it, it's difficult to run away from uh, these um, things that, keep, that make us vulnerable. It's difficult to run away from these, um, these information out there or these things that are out there that really bring us down or make us feel vulnerable, make us feel less of who we are or yeah. our authentic self. Uh, I think we we kind of glossed over uh, two big ones. We kind of glossed over Facebook, but that's for old people. Yeah. And the other big, <laughs> a big omission that we made was Snapchat. But that's so 2015 that it's, ah, it's <laughs> so ancient. Speaking of how bad social media is, Josh has a incredible <laughs> announcement. Yes, yes. So we, after all of this talking about social media, there are obviously some good points. Um, so we ha do now have um, Talk It Like a Man on Instagram and on Twitter. Um, so if you have a look and check it out, um, I am going to be learning the ropes um, and posting, so we'll see how that goes. We've um, corrupted so, another disciple. Yeah, while these two try and detox from their social media, I'll be um, back intoxing. in there intoxing. Yeah. Um, so if you've got any thoughts, any suggestions, any discussion topics you want us to talk about, um, next week we're going to be looking at um, the stigma and difficulties getting help. Um, and yeah, so talk it like a man on Twitter and Instagram, and we can continue the conversation there. And yeah, thank you.